Hey everybody, welcome into another edition of Future Brew right here on mazenbrew.com. My name is Vaughn Lozon. Joining me today is Mason Brew recruiting contributor John Simmons. John, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing well, Vaughn. That is good to hear, and uh, we are actually going to do an entire podcast dedicated to basketball, just because football, there hasn't been a ton going on over the past week. Unfortunately, I kind of thought that maybe there'd be some news on the Drew Kendall front, but that obviously has not happened yet, so we will continue to wait and see what develops from there, but as I said, we're going to talk basketball today, and uh, for good reason, because there are a few things that we can talk about with 2021 Hoops recruiting. Um, let's start with Frankie Collins, the four-star point guard who set his commitment date. It is going to be this Wednesday, the 19th at 7 o'clock. I assume that's Pacific time because he lives out uh, in Arizona. Uh, he is going to be committing somewhere uh, in his top eight lists, you would imagine. Michigan obviously being included in there. A lot of other really good programs, too. Kansas, uh, Georgetown, USC, Auburn, uh, Arizona State. So the names go on and on uh, for him. And uh, they have him listed at six foot one, 180. Uh, as I mentioned, he is from Arizona, Chandler, Arizona, to be specific. Um, it, it's actually intriguing to me, John. Because when he originally put out that top eight list uh, and included Michigan in that top eight list, Juwan Howard had not yet extended an offer to him, uh, but it didn't take too long for Michigan to extend that offer to him. They did so last week, and it then just a few days after that offer is when he came out on Twitter and said that he would be making his announcement public so uh, a lot to like here. If you uh, if Michigan ends up getting a commitment from Frankie Collins, I think he is a uh, a very capable point guard here in this 2020, uh, 2021 class, I should say. Uh, a lot to like here from Frankie Collins, John. Yeah, I think it's always a good sign when you haven't even offered a player and he puts uh, the school in his top list. I think that obviously shows um, – a bunch of interest from Collins' end of things. Um, so I think that as soon as Michigan offered it, they're going to put themselves in a good spot to be among his top uh, schools. And I think that him setting a decision date so soon after is a pretty good sign for Michigan. And, you know, he has a lot of uh, connections with the Howards going back. And his, his uncle knew Howard from back when he played uh, in the NBA around the same time Juwan did. And so he grew up playing with, with Jace Howard and uh, things like that. So I think those connections went a long way here, and I think it's going to help uh, Michigan big time here. Yeah, I think so too. Those connections definitely go a long way. And uh, I should correct myself here. He's not from Arizona. He plays his prep ball in Arizona. He's actually from Henderson, Nevada. Uh, they they now have uh, updated that on his 24-7 sports profile. They, they list him as the number four player in the state of Nevada in the 2021 class. 
and the number nine point guard and the number 57 overall player. That is all according to the 24-7 sports composite. Uh, looking pretty good on the crystal ball here as well. Speaking of 24-7, all eight crystal ball picks are in for U of M. That includes a few guys uh, from Michigan standpoint with Sam Webb, Josh Henschke, and Steve Lorenz, and a few other guys as well. In there, uh, notable names, Josh uh, Gershon, he's a national recruiting analyst. Jerry Meyer, the director of basketball scouting as well with the crystal ball pick uh, for Michigan. So a, a lot to like here. I, I couldn't find a lot of tape on him writing up uh, these few articles that I did for maizenbrew.com, but I did see one video on YouTube of him playing. And I, <laughs> I, I wrote this in the article as well that I know it's not really – fair to judge his game based off one video on the internet that was all of I don't know maybe 10 minutes or something like that if that but from what I saw it seemed like he drove well to the basket uh, played defense pretty aggressively uh, needed to work on a shooting a little bit from what I saw but again it's just one video uh, I don't know if he's lights out shooter or if he just had you know, like he had an off night or or what it was but uh, just going off that little bit of video that I saw, uh, it looked like a pretty well-rounded prospect. So, um, again, a lot to like here. Michigan needs a point guard in this class. They have the number eight overall class uh, on the composite with Kobe Bufkin, the shooting guard from Grand Rapids, Isaiah Barnes, the wing from Oak Park, Illinois, and then another forward here, Will Cheddar from Minnesota. So they'll be getting their point guard here. You would imagine if uh, the crystal ball has any indication, they would get their point guard uh, this coming Wednesday. And uh, by the time that this podcast ends up dropping, it'll probably be uh, the commitment day for him. Uh, so at that point, you could probably move on to a few other uh, prospects here. Uh, Efton Reed, the five-star center, I would imagine they'd probably move on to um, with a lot of emphasis toward him, considering that they need a big man. Uh, I don't imagine them going after another type of point guard, like or a combo guard, if they land Frankie Collins. But maybe they end up going after kind of like another Isaiah Barnes kind of prospect, where you can play a few positions, not necessarily the point guard by any means, but get some flexibility there. Uh, so that's what I would anticipate Michigan doing if uh, they end up getting a commitment from Frankie Collins on Wednesday. Yeah, and I think it kind of shows. Uh... Uh, Jawan Howard's recruiting prowess and his ability to expand the board is, you know, they're missing Michigan missed out on a few of their guard prospects lately. You know, they're Angela Brizzy and uh, Jalen Worley going elsewhere. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, he was able and Jawan Howard just able to offer, you know, a kid who's in top 100 uh, and get him almost on board in a couple weeks. So I think that's a pretty good uh, job by him to kind of, continually adapt to the, the recruiting landscape and, uh, you know, stay focused on a few targets, but still be able to go after and expand the board when he needs to. Yeah. And they, they ended up uh, offering a couple point guards here when a Brizzy uh, ended up committing elsewhere. They, they offered Frankie Collins, of course, and then they offered Carter Witt, another point guard. He's from North Carolina, another top hundred guy who seemed to have uh, quite a bit of interest in the maize and blue. So yeah, I agree. I, I think it is, a very nice job from Juwan Howard to be able to recognize that the board needed to be expanded, especially at the point guard position, a position that really needed to be hit hard in this 2021 class. And I think the fact that 
uh, they very well could land a fringe top 50 point guard our top 50 overall player in this 2021 class really speaks volumes of Juwan being able to go out and expand the board and be able to recognize all of that and then end up landing. Uh, uh, not a top target by any means at first, uh, considering that they just offered Frankie Collins just last week, but ends up being one of their top targets at the position. So uh, would be good news for Michigan. But moving on here, I want to talk uh, real quickly as well about another uh, potential top target uh, for Michigan here. And they ended up offering this player not very long ago. His name is Bryce Hopkins. And if you're unfamiliar with Bryce Hopkins, I can't really blame you because he was once committed to Louisville, uh, decommitted very recently. And then Juwan Howard pretty much got right on that and sent him an offer. He reported that on his Twitter account on Saturday. And uh, pretty significant here, uh, considering that Bryce Hopkins is an Oak Park, Illinois native, uh, which I brought up earlier. Michigan already has an Oak Park, Illinois native committed to this 2021 class. That is Isaiah Barnes, their, uh, their wing of this class. And Hopkins is, he, he could play wing, kind of like what Isaiah Barnes does. He could probably play the three or the four. But I think Hopkins is more so a four than anything. I, they got him listed at 6'7", 220, power forward. Uh, he's the number 33 overall player on the composite. Number two player in the state of Illinois, number eight overall uh, power forward. So uh, lots to like here as well. I, I got to see a little bit of him, and you can see glimpses of uh, Isaiah Livers in his game a little bit with the – just with the ability to not only have an inside game, but also hit shots on the outside as well. And uh, it just goes to show with his offer sheet, he's got offers from a lot of really good schools other than Louisville and Michigan. He's got Wisconsin. He's got Indiana, Kansas, uh, Notre Dame, Oregon, Xavier. Uh, the, the schools there, again, go on and on with him on the offer sheet. So, uh, again, a, a lot to like from this player here. Um, I don't know how aggressively Juwan Howard and them are, are going to go after him, but if they send him an offer, one would imagine that they're probably pretty interested. Yeah, I think anytime a, a top-rated kid like him from Chicago becomes available, uh, it's a good idea for Michigan to jump on them just because of how uh, positively Juwan's viewed in the Chicago area. Um, you know, they're going to he's going to give Michigan a shot and anyone from uh, for anyone from there. So uh, yeah, definitely might as well go after him. See what you can find. And he fits the class. Well, like you said, definitely uh, could play the wing power forward uh, spot. You know, they, they need some guys on the wing uh, in this class and, you know, someone who can play the two through four um, is going to be, be helpful for sure. Because I see more of Will Cheddar, more of like a guy that's going to be between the, maybe the four or five, depending on how high he grows, but I think someone like Bryce Hopkins can be more of a wing player. And uh, I think he'll, he'd fit the, the class nicely. I know a lot of other schools are kind of pouncing on him uh, too, after he decommitted from Louisville. So it's going to be a tough battle, but that's what you expect when you get like mm -hmm. a top 30 ish kid like Hopkins, but we'll see how it goes. Yeah. I, I think he definitely has potential to play wing there. And uh, Evan Daniels, who, was the former director of basketball recruiting at 24 seven back when he was still with 
uh, the company, he evaluated Hopkins and compared him to Georges Niang, who used to play at Iowa State, and said that uh, he's best utilized as a face-up forward but has the skill to play out on the perimeter at the three spot and uh, that he has continued to progress with uh, how his body has shaped. He's now up to 6'7", like I had said. And uh, uh, Daniel said that he has a good skill set and is an aggressive scorer that can score it from all three levels. So you definitely like to hear uh, good things like that. So again, yeah, I I don't know if it's like a huge need by any means, just because you've already got Cheddar and Barnes who can play a few of those different roles, kind of like how Bryce Hopkins can do. Uh, But obviously Hopkins is a better overall player already than both of those guys. So I don't think Juwan Howard would uh, would deny a commitment by Hopkins by any means, considering he's the number 33 overall player on the composite and 24-7 themselves has him rated at number 41. So lots of like here. Um, again, from the little amount of video that I saw on him um, earlier, I, I saw a, a, a player similar to Isaiah Livers who can shoot it who can get inside and uh, also a pretty good rebounder as well. I, I, I liked what I saw from the boards too there. So they're going to need a, a, a couple players like that. And if they ended up getting Hopkins, yeah, that would be a very good addition um, to this class. So I would imagine that uh, if they land this uh, commitment on Wednesday, that they'll probably end up going hard after Hopkins. Uh, I, I think that they're putting a lot of chips in for Efton Reed the five-star center who plays at IMG. A lot to like there as well. He could play the four or the five. And uh, I I think Harrison Ingram is another guy to watch out for as well at 6'6", 210. He's the number 13 overall player, small forward from Dallas, Texas. So uh, you would imagine that uh, this class seems to be filling up pretty quick, John. And uh, you would hope that with the way that uh, the world is going right now with this pandemic, especially with the United States uh, that you get these guys on board sooner rather than later. Yeah, for sure. Uh, it definitely is interesting with guys like uh, uh, Harrison Ingram, like you talk about, because I, I feel like him and Hopkins could play a similar role. And uh, I think yeah. Ingram's a guy you, you take no matter what, um, you know, but it may be a thing of if he doesn't want to come into a crowded class with a couple other guys, um, at the wing there that could that could come into play so I think that's definitely something to watch out for um but yeah it does seem like they Michigan's getting a few kids earlier um maybe than they usually would I think Michigan State is also doing that as well they've got a pretty full class so I think it's just um I think all the coaches are treating it just like the the football side has you know just getting kids to lock in their spots um I think that they will have more of a chance to to see uh, the schools and stuff before they decide just because, you know, their season's a little bit more delayed, even though Big Ten has already canceled uh, sports through January, I believe. So um, it'll be interesting to, to see how it, how it affects them, too, because, uh, you know, there's some different rules for basketball. Like, you can take two official visits um, to the same school as a, as a basketball yeah. player, as a junior. So some kids have already had the opportunity to come to, to Michigan. So we'll see how it goes. Yeah, it's it's funny that that this is all just playing out this way because uh, you look at the 
the rankings, the team rankings for the 2021 class. Florida State, obviously number one. They've got five kids committed already. Uh, with Jalen Worley and Matthew Cleveland being the two top-rated guys, and, and those guys were former Michigan targets at combo guard and shooting guard. Um, yeah, just it, it is just absolutely crazy to see how many kids are already committing in, in this class. Typically, this would not be well-rounded out until at least the winter, um, if not maybe a little sooner. But uh, five commits for Florida State, four commits for Villanova, and then three commits for uh, Baylor, Michigan State, UConn, Ohio State, USC, Michigan, Northwestern, Louisville. I mean, the, the list just goes on and on for how many ki- uh, kids are committing to these top programs, and rightfully so because you just don't know if you're going to be able to uh, get out to any games uh, even next year. Uh, who knows how this pandemic is going to play out. So I think they're doing the smart thing like a lot of these football kids are doing and uh, committing early, I think is probably going to be the move for this cycle for both football and basketball. And it just goes to show that, yeah, these kids want a spot uh, with these teams, even if they're not able to officially visit, unofficially visit, whatever. Um, So, yeah, it's certainly going to be interesting. It's going to be, uh, like this probably for quite a while, I would imagine. So we'll just have to see and wait how it all plays out, I guess. But yeah, at, at the very moment of this recording, Michigan's got three commits. By the time we drop this, man, maybe they do have four commits. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll definitely see. But um, John, was there anything else that you wanted to add before we wrap up today with our special uh, basketball podcast? No, just hopefully this, this uh, announcement – Goes better than the last West Coast. (laughs) Oh man, yeah. Well, I'll tell you what. I'm not staying up for this one because uh, I've learned my lesson for for the last uh, the last one that happened. I I kept waiting and waiting and waiting, and it wasn't a big deal because I didn't have to wake up super early the next day. But it's it it's like how Tom Petty sings: "Waiting is the hardest part," and then. You end up finding the result, and sometimes you get your heart broken. So what can you do? Um, Well, I'll tell you what you can do. You can uh, follow me on Twitter at Vaughn underscore Lozon. Smooth transition there. John, where are you at on the Twitter sphere, my friend? At Simmons underscore John. Be sure to follow and like Maze Brew on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, pretty much every social media platform known to mankind. Be sure to rate and subscribe to all of our podcasts here on Maize and Brew as well. So uh, we appreciate you listening, and uh, uh, we'll see if we have some football recruiting to talk next week. But uh, it's always a pleasure to talk basketball anyways. So for John Simmons, my name is Vaughn Lozon. We'll talk to you guys next time. Go Blue.